Chris Watkin here with Sam Watterson and we're going to go through the six top tips on how you can add sourcing to your lettings agency to be more successful and attract the landlords. You are very successful in Leeds using sourcing to attract landlords to you, getting the right properties at the right fees for the right landlords. It sounds like a marriage in heaven. So you've got six top tips on how agents out there can, can, can bring sourcing into their business. What's your first tip? So tip number one, work out where you want to operate. And that leads into tip number two, is to work out what strategies work in that area. How do you choose, let's go back to number one, what's the best areas? Well, for me, I live in Leeds. All my expertise is in Leeds. My letting agency is in Leeds. So I decided that I would want to source just in Leeds. So it makes sense for agents to choose the town that they operate in? Potentially, yeah. So okay. depending on what, you know, for example, if you're sometimes a southern um, sourcing agent might pick a northern town and they would have a network of local southern investors who would all want properties in a northern town. That's interesting, yeah. So it's about being relevant. So a lot of the investments happen in the north. So for me, somewhere like Leeds, big city, popular, people from all over the world want to invest there was a good place for me to invest. But it might be something different for... So if you were, say, in Basingstoke in the south, your artist had learned, let's say you decide to yourself that you don't want to do it in Basingstoke, but you could, couldn't you, if you wanted to, yeah. is to choose a northern town. So the advantage of being in Basingstoke is you've got access to Basingstoke landlords who want to invest. Yeah. Well, the disadvantage you've got is that you need southern landlords to buy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So remind me, what's the second tip? So the second tip, which is kind of part of the first tip, is when you've decided what area you want to work in, is to identify what strategies work there. What strategies do work what the best for you? I want some value for the boys and girls out there. Um, so the strategies that work best for me are simple buy-to-lets. You know, we get good yields up north. So there's a lot of southern money that want to buy properties just for the yield and get the rental income. HMOs work really well, big city, um, Article 4 area as well. So it's not oversupplied with HMO rooms. There is a demand. So that's a really good strategy. You've also got service accommodation, um, which is popular for people who are traveling for business or staycations. Um, you know, you'll find that in some of the smaller towns on the, on the fringes of um, big cities where a lot of estate agents might operate, they'd have a really strong buy-to-let market. So they would want to focus on, on buy-to-lets and in the big cities, the HMO. So it's about working out what works in your area and then trying to find investors. Is that the biggest challenge, finding investors? Um, it is and it isn't. Um, a lot of people focus on trying to find the properties and the deals and the opportunities and then when they find something they don't have the, the investors. So it's kind of, uh, it feeds back into the start with your exit in mind. Your exit for property sourcing is always to have an investor or a landlord to take the property from you. So you should focus on that as the most important stage and so how do you attract I mean I don't know what number three is but how so how's the job how do you get landlords attracted to you in the first place um, so number three is to look for investors that want what's possible in your area and then what you do is you talk about it so if you can source buy-to-let investments in Leeds you want you talk about social media about the buy-to-let investments you can find and then that naturally attracts investors to you. So you create content about the Leeds property market, rentals, stories of what, would you do stories of properties that you've sourced before? Yes. Uh, almost Homes Under the Hammer style videos, before and after stuff, that sort of stuff. Before and afters, people love it. 
you know, just especially if you're yeah. doing refurbs, you know, here's a refurb yeah. that we're doing today. Here's one that's finished. Here are the numbers on one we've done. And again, boys and girls, you remember, you can go even if you haven't refurbed it, you can spot properties that have come onto the market um, for for rent. You can have go and have a quick look on Rightmove Plus, just on uh, Rightmove's house prices to see if it's sold before. Go to Zoopla or Rightmove Plus to find the photographs. Exactly. You've got the before and after photographs, haven't you? Exactly. Oh, it requires a bit of work, unfortunately, doesn't it? You can do viewings. You know, a property could come on the market with a with a local agent. You go and do a viewing, do a video of you walking around the house, talking about what the opportunity could be to a potential buyer. Put that on your social media, and that's you know, and it's it just attracts people because it tells people what you do, where you do it. Okay, what's number four? Number four is to remember that sourcing is a service business. You know, people are paying you a lot of money to deliver a service that so always offer immense value and go above and beyond um, to everybody. Make sure that your clients become your fans. And, and what sort of charging model do you charge on this? Um, it does vary. So for a typical buy-to-let, the minimum would be £3,000 plus VAT. And that's up front? Um, it can be, yeah. So we have two models, one where people will pay us up front and then we go finding something for them that fits a specific uh, brief. Or it might be that we have a property that we've found that's a good opportunity or something that we've got off market where we'll offer it to our database. Um, but typically, the minimum fee we would charge personally is 3000 plus VAT. There are some that charge more, but if you're an estate agent watching this and you're thinking about your 1% fee on a 70 grand house, you know, actually, if you source that onto an investor for three thousand, and you don't need any qualifications or anything like that, you just you, the, 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 would you say the biggest challenge is attracting the landlords in in the first place, and therefore creating great content about the local property market and the stories, which is what we talked about two seconds ago. Yeah, is the big is that the big key? If you're an estate agent and you or a letting agent and you understand property and you know what an opportunity is. If you can attract an investor who will pay you up front for your service for you to go and find that property. And you're going to get the property for rent as well. That's the, that's the idea. The idea is you'll build such a brilliant relationship with that landlord that they wouldn't want to work with anyone else. So, so typically your ideal client is not a local landlord. It's someone from out of town who is either a busy professional, a business owner, high net worth individual who doesn't have the time to do it themselves. They've probably got number one thing in their life that generates the money and they want to invest that in property, but they don't want to spend the time, or they could be overseas, so they just physically haven't got the capacity to do it. What's number five? As we've already touched on, is to continually build your profile online. So continue to talk about what you do, get known as being the guy for whatever it is you do in your area. Because you're quite famous for your videos. Yes, Aren't well, you? some of them. <laughs> I love the Superman, when you dressed up as Superman. I still remember it, yeah. yeah. Go on, but I just You've got to try and stick out and um, be remembered. So, you know, just, post about what you do, about your journey, build your own personal profile. Because one thing that I've realized is it's not the person watching your video that you're talking to, it's the person they know. So a lot of my referrals will come through. Someone will go, do you know anyone who does sourcing in leads? And they'll go, Sam does sourcing in leads. So it's about remembering that you're not just talking to your audience, but you're also there for for their friends of friends. And again, work. a big thing I've learned is this, is don't judge it by the number of views or shares or likes because these people don't tend to make likes and comments no. just chuck the content out and just it'll work it's the lurkers you know it's like dancing in the dark isn't it yeah you know dance like no one's watching um and just remember to always talk about what you do and where you do it and you know that's something i've learned from you every post i do on social media has the word leads in it and if it's a hmo conversion because we do quite a lot of those 
it's HMO conversion. You know, so a lot of my social media posts mm. will contain three things. One, this is a property in Leeds. Two, this is a HMO conversion. And three, I've done it for a client. So I'm not pitching a sourcing service. You're telling a story. But I'm demonstrating that I've done that for a client. So people can yep. join the dots and then they'll send me a message on okay. Facebook. Tell, don't sell. What's your last point? Um, my last point is enjoy the process, the ups and the downs. And remember that deals fall through and you'll work with investors that you don't get on with and you won't enjoy it. But over a long period of time, if you compound all the wins against the losses, you should be net up. Just finally, I'm led to believe that you do some form of courses for agents. I mean, you've given an awful lot away there, but some people do like the dot the T's and cross the I's. Um, you do some form of course for agents to, to help them on this journey? Yes, so through the last sort of three years of me running my sourcing business, I've created lots of systems and um, workflows to make things more automated and efficient and just help me spend the majority of my time speaking to people, doing deals and the things that make the money rather than the admin. And so for the last year, I've been running um, an investor-led sourcing course, is what I call it, teaching other people how to set up the systems, set up the structures and focus on finding the investors and once you've got the right investors on board then you can go out and find the properties. Sam thank you for your time today. Boys and girls out there in letting agency land and estate agency land I've known Sam for eight years now. Um, absolute star bloke and I know an awful lot of people that have been on that course. Sam's not paying me for this video but I do know the people that I know have said it's a fantastic course. Like most things you have to put the hard work in and it isn't instant results but if you play the long game do the hard work, you'll win, won't you? Exactly. Thank you for your time today. Thanks, Chris.